BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis. Go green with solar panels or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that helps you survive the things that might kill you, like passing kidney stones, or being on a bridge as it's collapsing, or getting lost in the desert. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like an unwanted surprise party, or your zipper being down, or being stranded in the desert on a date. Ugh. That sounds awful. I don't like it. No. I don't. I think we should, the only solution is, of course, to play the song. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Only solution. (laughs) (laughs) Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. Hey, welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Christine. I'm Danielle. Danielle. Yes. Shoulders back. Shoulders back. We're both made a conscious effort to sit up straight. I like your sh- I like your um, top. Thanks. And uh, it's nice for your shoulders. Yeah. It's like a kind of, I'm, I kind of have a like a butch um, Sheena Easton period kind of thing going on today, I think, with my look. I like I've got you- like balloony <laughs> pants. <laughs> Balloony pants, but then wide yeah. shoulders. I like that you think that you could do anything that would look butch. Like you're so I, dainty I, and feminine. I know, but I, I sometimes I just feel like I'm chachi. You're. <laughs> I mean, honestly, wrap a bandana around my jean leg. I am. I mean, I think that would probably look Scott cute. Bayo. So today was. Oh, we are recording this ahead of time uh, to accommodate our summer plans, but. Today was um, my son's first day of summer vacation. Same with our kids. You're, oh, no, no. Yesterday was my son's first day. Right. Because your kids got out yesterday. Yeah, and weird. They had to go Wednesday. So weird. And my son got out on Friday. So we, um, so I was hanging out with him today and I was making lunch and I was like, why do I have this sense of accomplishment? Like, why do I feel? I was like, oh, because I beat him in the board game we were just playing. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got this board game called Western Legends. Yeah. And the first few times were you John Wayne? No, but you actually are real people. You can be real people in history. Oh, cool. Real like bandits or um, lawmen, famous lawmen. And um, the first couple of times we played it, he kicked my ass. And then um, somehow because he's really good at strategy and Mm -hmm. I'm really not. As is evidenced by my career. I don't know how to plan ahead. I don't know how to make steps that lead to other steps. I don't think that that's necessarily success. strategizing as much as being a cl- like a climber who uses people. Yeah, but there's also, well, yeah, maybe. But in any case, maybe that's strategy. when it comes to games, I'm really not good at strategy. I can't like. Th- so anyway, today I really concentrated and I really thought ahead mm-hmm. and I won and I was so excited. And he was like, I can't believe you won. I'm like, yeah, we didn't weep. How did you take it? Well, you ruined his summer. 
I ruined his summer. <laughs> Might as well break his arm again. No, is this um, your hot girl summer? <laughs> it's my hot strategy summer. Hot girl board, board game, game summer. summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he took it okay. He 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 sort of was just he he was kind of a little bit like oh I can't believe you won like yeah he can handle it now he fell asleep on the job kid yeah yeah oh yeah yeah I mean he's it's not like when he was little and he literally get mad if he lost a game yeah those were the days yeah those were the fun days yeah well I'm pretty excited because I've managed just after a few episodes to get my kids hooked on Jeopardy <gasps> yeah. So oh good! I'm now so they're glad. like, Mom, are we going to watch an episode of Jeopardy tonight? Oh good! Yeah. Oh good, good, good. But we only have a few because we only have access to these college all stars. Oh, through Hulu. So if I really want to keep watching oh. Jeopardy, I'm going to have to, you know, buy something, plunk down the money, and yes. get some kind of streaming service that allows us to watch. Re- oh re- you know, Real Jeopardy. So. Is there an ABC um, app? Yeah, we'd have to pay something I yeah. mean, for it. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to figure out whichever way is the cheapest so that we can we can Jeopardy together. Okay. Now we're going to get into it. Yeah. The topic at hand. Right. Danielle. Yes. Are you ready to learn about survival in the desert? Yes. Okay, so listen. Weirdly. Yes. We were just watching. So we're still catching up on uh, season five of Better Call Saul. Okay. We're not in the new season yet. And so the other night we just watched... Uh, an episode where he's out in the desert with Mike Ehrman Trout. Do you watch Better Call Saul? I don't. Okay, so I don't need to explain characters to you and okay. you or anything, but he's out in the desert with this guy, and they're carrying uh, duffel bags full of millions of dollars. Okay. Who cares why? It doesn't matter. Um, and in the episode, you know, he, they, he runs out of water. Mike tells him, pee in the in your water bottle. You need, you'll need to save that. Okay. And then it, that, towards the end, of course, he ends up, this isn't a spoiler, really. He just drinks some of the pee. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think you're supposed to do that, but I, I'm not sure. And okay, I, I yeah. feel like I saw my Man vs. Wild, Bear Girls do that on an episode right. too. So he definitely, that's like one of his trademarks. That's one of his things, right? Yeah. So, so, but it'd been so long since I hot watched. Hot Pea Summer. Hot Pea Summer. It's always hot, right? Especially in the yes. desert. Yes, that's like steam a comes off of it. ski kind of drink. <laughs> Except you're in the desert. Yeah. So, so yeah. I went back to the Bear Girls archives. Oh. And over the weekend, me and Benjamin and Sven watched an old episode of Man vs. Wild from okay. way back in 2007 um, in the, when he's in the Sahara Desert. Got it. So, you know, a lot of the standard stuff. He eats a bug. He kills a snake and eats it. He hangs out with these tribesmen. And they're like, hey, you know, we live off the goats here. Um, we want to give you a delicacy. Ugh. It's raw goat testicles. I mean, why do they have to be raw? I, I, I mean, mean, come on. That's what they're into. It's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. So, okay, this is really gross, but now I, I feel like I need to know. I mean, one would assume, is there sperm in the testicles? Well, I didn't see any sperm. I just saw, like, it just was like a chunk of flesh. <sighs> he threw up. Oh, Bear threw Even up. Bear Grylls threw up. Yeah. And then okay. he was like, oh, I'll still take their advice. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have so, the second one. So is the premise of, because I've never really seen a whole episode. Yeah. Is the premise that, I mean, obviously there's camera people and stuff. Yes. But the idea is that he's there with nothing or he comes with some. He's alone. Right. I mean, but yes, there's a camera. No, but is there water and like. he's He's got, he's got some part. He's got some water. Okay. And he's. Gonna show you essentially, like, here's what you should do if you're in this situation. Okay. So I was like, this is probably good to watch. Well, they tell him a fun way you can survive if you're in the desert. <laughs> you happen to come across a dead camel, sure, or like, all, or like your camel's gonna die, right? You use the camel, right? So the second part of this whole episode is him skinning and disemboweling a camel, Tauntaun. Tauntaun? This is the Star Wars thing. Oh, ta- I don't know this. Is this Empire? Yes. Empire Strikes Back. They're freezing. They're on. Don't tell me. Oh, Hoth. I, I know it's not going to be me that tells you. I got it, didn't I? I said it. Hoth. They're on yes. the ice planet Hoth. You gave so many Star Wars fans boners. I know. <laughs> I know. So many racist <laughs> Star Wars fans. And then they... He, they uh, Hashtag not all Star Wars fans. Yeah. They slid open a Tauntaun, which okay. is, you know... A big, huge animal. A camel-like creature? Kind of. I okay. Mean, yeah. And uh, you, and then the famous line, 
I thought they smelled bad on the outside because they open it up oh. and then they sleep inside the tauntaun. Yes, that's what he does. Okay. But first, he punctures into the stomach. Mm-hmm. The, the camel has three stomachs. That's punctures right. into one, drinks the water from it. Wait a second. And the guys are telling him how to do this? Yeah, and he's they just alone, happen, They just happen upon a dead camel? Are we supposed to believe that they just happen upon a dead camel? We're supposed camel? to believe that. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, no, he does st- that. Stomach number one. Stomach number hydrate. one. Stomach number two is full of something called rumen. What this is, is the partially digested food the camel has eaten, okay. not yet expelled. He's like, another thing you can do is you can squeeze the liquid out of this and drink that. Okay. He does that. I'm going to barf. And that didn't make him barf? He he kind of did a little bit after okay. that, too. Um, and then he gets inside the camel. Shows <laughs> you you can get inside. Oh, first he pulls all the intestines out. Uh-huh. And then he drags them really far away because you, you're drawing prey okay. with all these guts. No, so you pull sense. them away from where you're going to sleep. Oh, okay. And then the it other thing. really heavy. Oh, without he's just dragging the- like... Thou- it looks like thousands of feet of tubes and and gut <sighs> stuff. Oh, I'm so dumb. I was thinking he dragged the camel away. But obviously <sighs> camel, he dragged camel's the, carcass right, he dragged stays. the insides away. Yeah, dragged the insides away. And then he pees all around it in a big circle. Okay. Because all of the prey don't like the pee. But it doesn't work for women, he said, because we don't have testosterone, you know, like enough testosterone in our pee. Okay. Because I know I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> Would that help? Which begs the question. Yeah. And I'd love to know what you and and Garen think about this. If you're in the desert as a last resort, should you drink your own pee? Okay. What do you think? Okay. So I'm trying to think because there are impurities in pee, but, um, well, I know that people drink their pee in certain beliefs for other reasons and they don't die from it, but does it make you more dehydrated? That's what I'm wondering if it, like... Has, uh, so I'm going to say no. Garen? Well, if I'm not mistaken, urine is sterile. Right. So I think it's safe to drink, but I would have the same concern as you, is that it's got a high salt content. So it would make you oh. more thirsty. So are you going with yes or no? I thought it was clear. You weren't. <laughs> no, I don't know. I would say yes. There's a yes. lot of money on the line. So you're going to say oh, yes? I'm going to say yes. You and I, can, and you're going to say no. No. Don't. Okay. Here, I'm going to give you some information that's important. Okay. Urine is usually around 95% water with a mix of byproducts, including sodium, chloride, and urea. Seawater, by comparison, is 96.5% water and 3.5% sodium and chloride. So drinking urine is basically like drinking seawater. Uh-huh. It's going to dehydrate you, which is the opposite of what you want. So it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, to make matters worse, if you keep drinking it, the severe dehydration can trigger abnormally low blood pressure. Mm. Low blood pressure means less blood flow to vital organs like your heart, lungs, and kidneys, which can be damaged or fail as a result. So, adding to your trouble is that urea, I think I'm saying that right, Mm -hmm. in a word, urea is waste. It's not supposed to be in your body. Mm -hmm. That's why your kidneys filter it out of your blood and into your urine, which ordinarily then leaves your system. But if you drink the urine instead, your kidneys have to work harder to filter out that extra urea, which could also lead to kidney (sighs) failure. Suffice it to say, drinking urine may be your kidney's worst nightmare. Also, one more thing, the bacteria. Contrary to popular belief... Urine is not sterile. Yeah, why do they say that? I don't know why that became a thing. It did become a thing. It contains at least 85 different bacterial species. Some of the most common are ones like Staphylococcus, which Uh is known to cause food poisoning, and Actinomyces, which is commonly found in gum infections. Oh my gosh. So unless you want to speed up your death, do not drink that urine cocktail. So is there a way to filter it? Well, you know what? I I didn't I did see a thing about somebody asking that question. I think the answer to that is no. Okay. You do, you do want to have one of those straws in your emergency kit if you're mm-hmm. in the desert, um, because sometimes the water can be contaminated in a desert if you come across water. But it's not good for your urine. Okay. So let's get into the desert. So usually I'm at a hotel. It's medium priced. There's like a pool. That's a, that's your desert. That's my desert. Yeah. 
But you're, that's not what you mean, apparently. It might be. You, okay. you know, most people aren't going to accidentally end up in the desert, right? right. You're, you're either going in there to hike, you're going into camp, maybe you're driving through on your way to your yeah. spa. Maybe bury a body. You, yes, you got a mm-hmm. body in your trunk, mm-hmm. you got to get rid of it. You're going to meet some guys for $7 million and some duffel bags. Yes. You're not just randomly ending up in the right. desert. So, because you know you're going in, you want to know to go in prepared. You want to make sure you're wearing loose, covered, uh, covering your skin, mm-hmm. loose, lightweight clothing. Okay. Right? So you're like, oh, Meryl Streep out of Africa. Okay. Kristen Scott Thomas, the English patient. Perfect. You, know, you want those cotton uh, undershirts. You don't want wicking fabric. You know why? Wicking oh. fabric pulls sweat away from your body. You want the sweat you to cool keep you? Keep the moisture. You want keep your moisture oh, close. Smart. Okay. Trap the sweat against your skin, slowing evaporation and mm-hmm. therefore water loss. Okay. So cotton is better than wicking. You want to have a wide brim hat. Uh, sunglasses and gloves. Think uh, Audrey Hepburn. Gloves cover from burning. Oh, for God's sake. What am I, Bernadette Peters? I don't have, without gloves. You don't drive with driving gloves? I mean. (laughs) I thought everyone did that. Bring lots of extra water, obviously, more than you expect. You can lose in, if you're walking in the heat, 104 degree heat, the average person can lose 30 ounces of sweat every hour. Wow. It's a lot. Wow. It's advised. That sounds like a lot. It is a lot, Danielle. Because you drink like 20 ounces in a regular bottle, right? Yeah. 30 ounces of yes, sweat? It's just sweating in off an of hour? You. That's why you want to wick it in. Okay. Not, I mean, not wick no, it in. Not wick. No. Cotton it Keep in. Keep it cotton it in. Cotton that right. in. Okay. When you travel in your car and you've got your water, extra water, mm. put it in different containers because if you have a leak, you don't want to lose all your water. Smart, 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 smart. Oh, that's so smart. I love that. It's a good tip. Yeah. So you went in prepared, yet disaster struck, Danielle. Mm-hmm. You got lost off the trail. Your car broke down. You know, oh, maybe you started off at one of those bachelorette parties in Vegas. Yeah. You know those kind where you got the penis hat? Right. Lollipops shaped like penis. Everything's penis shaped. It's so funny because when you get married, you get to finally see a penis. The first time. Right. But those are just that's why those are just getting ready are associated with penises because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, penises are the best. Right. So you're wearing all the penis accoutrement and then you just wake up in the desert and you're like, how yeah, did I get here? Right. And you're just in the desert penis hat. OK. Mm-hmm. Rule number one. Is Keep, it a wide brimmed penis hat? Yeah. It's the biggest the big kind. that's like foam. Yeah. Like, that people wear to the sporting events. And it's but usually a balls. finger. Yeah. But instead, it's a big uncircumcised penis. Right. And the balls act as a shade. The balls are hairy. Oh, I don't know if I needed that. But OK. But they provide shade, which is necessary. It's like 70s style before manscaping mm, came along. OK. No, you don't like that theme? I don't. <laughs> not, not on my head. I sure don't. You should keep them with water in them. <gasps> oh so my god, that's such a good. Oh, it's, you, oh, yeah, it's, it's one like of those like beer cozy things yes, with the straw. With the straws. The hair it's really is smart. Like the straw. It's just two hairs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Why do we have to include the hair? <laughs> Honest to God. Honest. Otherwise, god. what do the straws signify? Uh, ve- veins. <laughs> that's <don't> better. <laughs> I don't know. It's even know. grosser. Is it? Kind of. Okay. All right. So, well, what, what was this thing about Mars bars and veins or Milky Ways? What? Oh, the Snickers bar that have the veins on the top. Yeah, of but it. why did that suddenly become like a thing? Did I've they get rid of them this. or something? I think they were talking about getting rid of it. And okay, just making a smooth if you, bar. If, if you look at yes, the Snickers, I know the Snickers bar, okay, has right. a top and it's kind of wavy. Got, right. Yeah. So there was talk, and was that because people thought of it as sexual or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's is one it, of those. Is it triggering people? It's probably snicker trigger. <laughs> probably is triggering people. I shouldn't joke about triggering because that no, might you trigger can. someone. You can joke about triggering in this context. Okay. Okay, so sorry. Back to the... You're in the desert with a penis hat on. Rule number one. Keep your clothes on. Yeah. Okay. The biggest dangers in the desert are exposure right. to the sun during the day and to the cold during night mm-hmm. and dehydration. I'm going to be talking about dehydration a lot. Okay. You're going to be like, stop it. Okay. She's already yawning. So, I mean, she's already sick of it. Okay. 
Do you want some of this Celsius sparkling wild berry? No, I had a Diet Coke on the way over. I'm just always tired. One of the best defenses against the sun, getting out of it. Right. And to always have a big hat or other covering for your head, a.k.a. penis Penis hat. hat. (laughs) So if the top of your head is exposed to the direct sun or even indirect sun, your body needs to work extra hard to keep itself cool. So the first rule, cover up. If you're caught without a hat, use an other article of clothing to wrap your head in. Find shade. So either find yourself some shade. If you have things with you and you can make a shade shelter, great. If you don't, you're going to look for small shrubs or cactus, just anything that you can be in that can give you some Mm -hmm. break from Mm -hmm. that unrelenting sun. A ravine, a rock outcropping. You just want to be out of the sun during the day so at night you can travel or the cooler hours of the morning or evening. Okay. okay. This might seem counterintuitive, Danielle. Uh-huh. Make a fire. Interesting. Okay. You're not going to um, want to freeze in the night. Yeah, the, the desert gets very cold at night. Yeah. A lot of people who come here to visit from the Midwest are surprised by how cold it is at night. Also surprised by air conditioning inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does get very hot. It does hot. get very cold inside the air conditioning. Okay. Yes. Yes. Always need a sweater. Okay. Make a fire at night, help you keep warm, and serves as a signal to rescuers trying to find you. Okay, you know what makes a good uh, kindling? What? Animal droppings. Oh, so okay. You can you can light up that poop. All right. And and make yourself a fire. Interesting. Now, Any kind. Your um, own, cat. probably, if you have to. Why not? I mean, probably not getting rid of much, but... No, you're, there's not much coming out except that sweat. So... Here's some ways to find some water sources. If there's been a rainstorm recently, you might find some pockets of water in rock out, rock outcrops or flat stone surfaces. Okay, but more likely you're going to have to search for some groundwater. Okay. Following animal tracks, birds circling around something, or even flying insects. These are all signs oh. of water. Okay. Walk to the greenest vegetation you can see. Large plants with wide leaves. Dry riverbeds upstream and look for a depression, uh-huh. especially on the outside edge of a bend, which I don't really know. That doesn't tell me much. I don't know what a bend is. I, I know guess you're coming it, around it, but I don't yeah, know what like it it's, is. Uh, right? Right. <laughs> don't you come around a bend? Yes, but I mean, how it's do you just know? just a bend in the road, how but there's know? no roads in a desert. Look for a depression, especially on the outside edge of a bend. Okay. That's, that's you might as well be speaking French. Okay, look for a slope of a hard, non-porous rock where rainwater will run into the soil. Dig in the sand or soil at the base of this slope. Hmm. Okay. Here's some other places you can find water. Hollow tree trunks. Half-buried rocks have a cool base in the early morning. Turn them over before dawn so a little condensation forms. Jesus. We're just going to be licking those rocks. Oh, my God. Here's another question I have. Either one of you, both of you, I'd like to know what you think. Can you drink from inside the cactus? Well, see, so this is what I was waiting for. Because everyone says, drink the cactus. The cactus is the savior. So I'm going to say yes. I would agree. There has been a myth circulating for decades that you can drink the water from inside a cactus to survive in the desert. In fact... Doing so might just kill you faster. What? The water inside of the average cactus is not pure enough to drink and is actually toxic to the human body. Oh, my God. You're better off not drinking any water at all than resorting to this. So that's what I found out. about. I thought that, too, because that's I've heard that that. is just banana times. So I think it's probably there's probably one cactus out there. Oh, maybe that's how it started. You can do it from and it was on a Bear Grylls show and he showed you how to drink from the cactus. So everybody thinks, oh, I can drink from cactus. But I mean, I've heard that since I was a kid. That's not even his. You know, I can't even blame this on Bear Grylls. That's like something I've heard since I was a child. I've never heard that except. Really? Well, I didn't hear it when I was a kid, but I also didn't grow up in the in the West. Oh, okay. Apparently, you shouldn't do it. All right. According to my research. Yeah. Now, don't hunt for food, Danielle. You're better off staying put and not eating at all. The energy you'd waste hunting is more valuable than the food. The average human being can last three weeks without eating, but not nearly as long dehydrated. Keeping water inside your body rather than sweating it out is 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 a better goal for survival. 
All right. Make your mark, Danielle. If you've decided to move toward getting back to civilization, be sure to mark. <laughs> so the choice is getting back to civilization or not getting back well, to civilization? you kind of have, at some Becoming point. Becoming a desert person? You, at some point, you have to decide, how long have I, am I going to stay here and hope right. that somebody comes to find me? It's not, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Should I risk right. trying to get out of here? Okay. Because I can also, you can die pretty fast moving in the mm-hmm, desert. Mm-hmm. You got to weigh those options and only you know what's the best choice. Right. So you're like, okay, I'm going to start moving. Mark your original location and direction of travel using rocks, sticks, scratching it into the, scratching it into the ground. If you have the means, leave a message for anyone who might stumble across it. So that way yeah. somebody can trace your whereabouts. Right. That's All right? smart. Now, I have one more tip. Stay high. <gasps> what? That's right. Stay high. You're in the desert. Yeah. Better get high. One of the biggest threats in the desert is actually flash flooding. Ditches, arroyos, and what? canyons can fill quickly with water and cover you before you realize what's happening. But I thought it was a desert. I know. It's I thought desert means no water. I'm confused. Uh, they're both. They're both? They're water and no water? Exactly. Okay. Water can come in really fast. Okay. Drowning actually kills more people in the desert than dehydration. No way. I said it, and I'm not taking you it back. You went there. I did. You put your toe over that line. Oh, I did. Keep to high ground and avoid any place that could spell doom during a torrential downpour. You know, you might find shade in one of those places uh-huh. and think, I'm just going to tuck in and right. have a little sleep. Well, so I can't eat, can't yeah. drink, can't walk. Just keep in mind, it might, might, drown you. might drown you that way. Okay, so look for high ground with something to cover you. Exactly. Are you ready for an insane survival story? Yes, always. All right. This is from offgridweb.com. Alone in the Sahara, their survival story of Maro Prosperi. (laughs) He's Italian. You're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So... Thank you, Patrick McCarthy, who wrote this story that I'm going to be stealing information from. I don't know how much you know about the Sahara or Sahara, however you like to say it. I'm going to say Sahara. I don't know much. It's 3.6 million square miles. What? Nearly as large as the United States, including Alaska. The surface temperature of the Sahara's dunes has been measured at more than 180 degrees. Okay. All right. I'm just laughing because that seems impossible. I know. It's true, though. Okay. Rainfall and vegetation growth is minimal, and the odds of encountering another person are extremely low. It's about as close as you can get to a barren wasteland without traveling to the polar ice caps or the moon. Also known as the Marathon of the Sands or the Sahara Marathon, the Marathon des Sables has been called the toughest foot race on Earth. Oh, Jesus. This six-day annual ultramarathon covers 156 miles, roughly the same as six regular marathons. It takes place in the Sahara Desert. Why? I don't know. But obviously it's not 180 degrees when you're doing this. Specifically southern Morocco. Okay. The Sahara... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. The Marathon's website describes it as follows. MDS is a truly grueling multi-stage adventure (laughs) through a mythical landscape in one of the world's most inhospitable environments, the Sahara Desert. You have to be self-sufficient, carrying all your own food and equipment for the week on your back. Communal goat's hair Berber tents are pitched every night, but apart from that, you have to take it with you. Water is rationed, and if you exceed the ration, you get a time penalty. Okay, let's get to Maro Prosperi. In 1994, Italian police officer and former Olympic pentathlete Maro Prosperi was looking to push his physical limits. Apparently. At the time, he was 39 years old and married with three young children. He recalled his reaction to learning about the infamously difficult ultramarathon. I love a challenge, so I started training immediately, running 25 miles a day, reducing the amount of water I was drinking to get used to dehydration. I was never home. My wife... (laughs) My wife... I left my wife with my three young kids. I was going to say, when you said that he was married with three young kids, I was like, oh, this is all to get away from... They're divorced now. Uh, no kidding. Up. Yeah. Remember when you could just go out for cigarettes? This guy's got to train for a freaking six marathons yeah. in the desert. My wife, Chinsia, thought I was insane. The race is so risky that you have to sign a form to say where you want your body to be sent in case you die. Oh. Okay. Where it went wrong. <laughs> the fourth day of the Marathon des Sables constitutes its longest single stage with a 57-mile trek through the what? desert between campsites. 
On April 14, 1994, blistering sun elevated temperatures to 115 degrees. Oh, my prosperi, God. Past the third checkpoint, <laughs> 20 miles into the day's journey. Okay. Per regulations, he picked up his allotted two-liter ration of water and continued running. Shortly after one. Oh, so you are running. Because yes. I was like, when you first said it, I was like, oh, my God, they're running. And then I was like, well, of course they're not running. They're like hiking and walking and they're running running. with all this stuff on their back yes okay high winds brought on an unexpected sandstorm Mm. that caused organizers to pause the race for the day other competitors waited out the storm and eventually made it to the fourth checkpoint by nightfall but Mauro prosperi had disappeared the following morning ground and air search parties were sent out to look for him the moroccan military and bedouin trackers aided in the search However, they found no trace of Prosperi. In a 1998 interview with Men's Journal, Prosperi recounted what happened that day. When the sandstorm started to blow, I lost sight of everyone else. I kept running, though, because I thought I could see the trail. I was in seventh place and didn't want to lose my standing. Mm. It was nearly dark before the winds relented. I started running again, but after a few minutes, it occurred to me that I'd lost the trail. Prosperi says he backtracked for hours, but it soon became too dark to continue searching for the trail markers. He made camp and resumed the search at dawn, only to find his surroundings completely unfamiliar. He had little food and almost no water left. He also, I read in another um, article about this, that during the sandstorm, it cut the inside of his nose oh, and down ow, his ow, throat. Ow, the ow, sand becomes ow. like razors. Oh, it's like a, it's like using a, a, a exfoliator but inside inside orifices yes he was smooth everywhere so smooth following race guidelines to remain stationary and wait for rescue prosperi sat on the sand dune all day in the afternoon he says a rescue helicopter flew almost directly above his position but failed to notice him wow the next day he decided to begin walking again he Uh later told the bbc i had a compass and a map so i thought i could navigate perfectly well but without points of reference it's a lot more complicated In the distance, Prosperi noticed what appeared to be a solitary structure. As he approached, he recognized it as a marabout shrine, an abandoned tomb for a Muslim religious leader. Although there was no rescue to be found here, the shrine provided shade and other resources. In an attempt to stay hydrated, he sucked on wet wipes from his pack. Wait, wait. wait. Mm -hmm. Don't wet wipes have chemicals in them and soap? Yeah. But they're wet. They gave moisture. Oh, gross, gross, Licked gross. morning dew off rocks okay, and drank like his said. own urine while uh, it remained relatively clear. Mm. He also used urine to rehydrate and cook the freeze-dried food in his pack since no other water was available. Hey, that's pretty smart. While atop the shrine, he noted a colony of bats within the tower. Ooh. By removing their heads with his pocket knife, sucking their blood and eating their insides raw, Prosperi nourished himself. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> First of all, how do you catch a bat? I know. I mean... So he caught it. Yeah. Multiple bats. Multiple bats. Yes. But I thought he had all this food. How long is he out there? He can't just survive on the I don't, freeze dry. I don't think he had that much food. Because you're only... It's only like a, enough, I guess, to get through that day. And then maybe you pick up more rations. Okay. So he cut He that, ran out of food. Did he, did he cook the bats? No. Eating their insides raw. Can't that kill you? I mean, isn't that... I would is think that... that we, we got COVID? That's exactly how he got COVID. Yeah. This he, guy's treating the patient, desert like a wet market. He's patient zero. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you guys, I haven't gotten to the end. But okay, he sorry. We jumped the gun. He is COVID patient zero. COVID he, one. He further drew upon bird eggs, beetles, and lizards he found near the shrine as food, absorbing any moisture from these animals by cooking the flesh. Okay. I don't know why he didn't cook the bats. I guess he just was like, <sighs> you know. Like it, like he he thought it was like a uh, a gogurt. He yeah, he, he used the bats as gogurts. Yeah, having failed to attract help, Prosperi wrote a farewell message to his family with a piece Aww. of charcoal. Using his pocket knife, he attempted to end his life by cutting his <gasps> wrists with the intention of exsanguination. Oh, that's the exsanguination. Angelina that's Jolie Angelina perfume. Jolie's perfume that she sells in Japan. It's so weird. He lay down in the shrine and awaited an overnight death. Prosperi recounted his motivations in an interview in 2014. I was very depressed. <laughs> I was convinced I was going to die and that this was going to be a long, agonizing... That doesn't sound I was at gonna, all. I was going to say, now I understand why he drank the blood of a bat, because he's Dracula. 
I'm sorry. I thought I was going to be able to do it. You had it for a few words. I had it for like three words and then it left. It's hard to do it. Italian? I guess hard. I don't know. All right. I'll just do it. I was convinced I was going to die and that it was going to be a long, agonizing death. So I wanted to accelerate it. I thought if I died out in the desert, no one would find me and my wife wouldn't get the police pension. In Italy, if someone goes missing... You have to wait 10 years before they can be declared dead. Mm -hmm. At least if I died in this Muslim shrine, they would find my body and my wife would have an income. By morning, Prosperi woke to minimal bleeding upon his wrists. Due to the shallow depth of the incisions he cut and his high level of dehydration, (gasps) the blood within his veins had clotted instead of freely flowing, ensuring his survival. Oh my God. Prosperi said that this experience aided him in regaining confidence and determination to continue. Wow. So then he was like, you know what? I'm going to try to just survive. I'm going to try to leave and go find help. Right. So he's, I mean, it's sort of, it's sort of, you know, I'm not a religious person, but that's sort of wild that he's like in this mosque. He's in a shrine. He's in a shrine. Yeah. He's, he's trying to kill himself yeah. and he, he can't because no. of the problem he's in. So he, he get, he gathers strength to go like on. Like it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. After eight days in the desert, he finds this <gasps> desert oasis. Eight days? Yeah. Okay. He tells the BBC, really, it was only a large puddle. I threw myself upon it and gulped with abandon, but I could hardly swallow. I managed Aww. to force a mouthful of it down and almost immediately vomited. I couldn't hold anything. I found I had to take tiny sips every 10 minutes. Now that he's got some some liquid in, he fills his yeah. water container. Walking, he finds some dried up goat droppings. Okay. So he's like, okay, this is a good sign. It leads him to human footprints. Aww. He finally runs into this nomad girl who's eight years old who basically runs off screaming because he's so emaciated. Oh. He's lost 33 pounds. I was going to say. She runs and gets. You know how many pounds a woman would lose? Three. Five to seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only one way to find out. Uh, he, he's begging for help. And this is a nomadic Toreg tribe, and they give him goat's milk. They take him on a camel to the nearest village. And uh, he had started in Morocco. He'd actually traveled 180 miles into Algeria. Oh, my God. Yes. And it was actually a little um, tense because there were tensions between the two countries. So (sighs) luckily, nobody killed him. They found out who he was. They took him to the hospital. He weighed 99 pounds. Oh, Jesus. His liver had almost completely failed. He had to have 16 liters of IV fluids and um, was not able to eat solid foods for months and hasn't. It took him like two years to recover. Oh, my God. Um, Wildly, um, there was some skepticism about his Uh story because of the superhuman feats that it entails. Mostly, it was the. Founder of the Maritain de Sable, this guy Patrick Bauer told Men Journal that the story was a fabrication, that it was physiologically impossible, and Prosperi was going to sue him. Um, but then he dropped it and said that it was personal rather than legal. And there have been all these documentaries and shows about him. He's uh-huh. been featured. He was even featured in some cam- campaign materials for The Revenant. Okay. And uh, they've confirmed it because he has scars on his wrist. They went back to that shrine uh-huh. during the documentary and found a lot of his stuff and bat skeletons and like proof basically that corroborated his story. Mm-mm. Interesting. I don't think any one of us would make it through no, day one. Not through of this one situation. moment of this. That was a really good story. Now I feel like I want to watch a documentary about this dude. There are lots of different ways you can watch this story lots of links and i will put them in the show notes awesome and yeah he seems like a pretty interesting fellow thank you for that thanks for listening well we will be right back with our special guest after this love it welcome back to how to survive with danielle and christine danielle yes i'm just wondering what are you wondering how was your break? Oh, my God. It was amazing. Did I drank some oh. lukewarm water, but mm. I rationed it because I don't want to die in the desert. <laughs> Correct. And we're in the valley, which is basically the desert. It is. It's really hot today. It's probably 180 degrees outside. I think it's 180 degrees. So give or take two degrees. Inside. Yeah. How was your break? It was amazing. I'm starting to feel a little off from this Celsius drink that Garen gave me, and I'm regretting my 
decision. How much did you drink of it? Not much. It's pretty full. It's like super intense caffeine, right? Yeah. And is there a flavor to it? Like a nice wild berry. Is it is like wild berry chemicals? Wild berry chemicals is how I describe it. Yeah. Well, our guest brought cookies. You could that might I don't know that might make it worse. Let's bring in our guest. So for the first half, we were talking about how to survive in the desert, and now we're going to talk about how to survive in the desert on a date with. Casey Spivey. Casey. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So we know Casey because she is one of the writers on Pop Cultured, which is the show that Christine and I write on. Exactly. That uh, my husband, Jimmy Pardo, hosts once a month at Flappers in Burbank. It's a pop culture show. And she's also written for and hosted uh, What's Trending and Screen Rant. Yes. And Screen Rant, I know I've heard of. Yes. And where did you say those played? Oh, on the internet. Okay, um, on the internet. Okay. <laughs> Where yeah. everything plays. No, a Screen Rant's like a movie news yes. thing. And then um, what's trending not only played on the internet, but also played in gas stations. I oh. mean, so, so prestigious. So, I'm so, I you feel know, like I've seen humbled. you. <laughs> Do you think so? I, I feel like I have my too. Gas. I yeah. thought well, you United Oil. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Do they have an exclusive with United? Sure do. I walk around. I'm like, mm, anyone want off gas? <laughs> you're, you're filling your gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> Just like casually walk by every single car till someone notices you. Oh my gosh. It's oh. her. <laughs> and you also do stand up at yes. Flappers quite I often. I do. I do. Oh, I'm right. an MC there. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, we have to. I have to see you do stand up. I haven't seen that yet. That oh would my be, gosh, that would be awesome. I, I would, would love, love that. it. Yeah, it'd be great. So take us first of all when does this story take place this takes place when i was uh 23 years old okay i don't know how long ago that was that could be last year we don't expect you to reveal your you don't have to but just give us approximately rough uh, approximately seven years ago okay (laughs) all right approximately um okay so set the scene okay so I re- had recently moved to Los Angeles from Texas. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was 23, and I had just um, gotten broken up with. Oh, I know. So sorry. sad. Thank you. <sighs> it happens. But, after a um, long-term relationship? Uh, yeah, after about a year-long relationship. Oh, boy. I know. And I, you know, I was 23. I thought yeah. I was, like, set. And yep. then, you know, <laughs> of plan to change. Yeah. So I had t- done this, like, I was in this, like, you know what, I'm going to get my act together and, like, be really cool and, like, become, like, make him jealous and stuff. And so yeah. I was like, I'm going to do a photo shoot. Oh. So I did this photo shoot. Okay. okay. And then uh, the photographer asked me for my number. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wait a second, just to back up for one second, because yeah. I'm already intrigued. <laughs> Was the plan to do a photo shoot and then become famous and make him jealous? Or was the plan to send him the pictures from said photo shoot? It was like, let me post these on my Instagram. Oh, okay. Oh, Got yeah. it. Got it. And like, then you see how hot, hot I am. Hot, hot, yes. hot. Okay. Like looking good, happy, uh, clearly unhappy. But right. Like, yeah, he's going to see like how done. well adjusted she is yes. as she mm-hmm. tagged me in these posts. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. I just subtly sent them to him because uh, I was heartbroken. And I was right. like, you know what? I'm going to be cool. Yeah. Um, so the photographer asked me for my number. Okay. And I was like, sure, great. Um, and so I believe I had only seen him w- once before to, like, look at the photos. Right. And then he was like, hey, let's do something crazy. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing good starts that way with a stranger. Yes, and this is when you're 23 years old. You go, that's an adventure. Yeah. Right. Yes. I'm into crazy. I'm 23. I'm 23. I have no I take sense. sexy pictures. Yeah. I'm <laughs> here for the for adventure. Dumb. Um, okay, so he was like, I know these, like, cool sets that are in the desert. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this okay. He may as well have said Angeles Forest and yeah. just killed and buried you there. Literally. Okay. okay. And he, and, um, but it was like noon on a Saturday. Okay. You know? And he was like, it'll take like an hour to drive there. We'll look at him. Maybe we'll, like, maybe we'll take some photos and then we'll come back. And I was like, okay, great. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> uh, now, were you attracted to this man at all? I think I was attracted to the fact that he was um, into me. 
Sure. Sure. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Feeling, you know, I liked his personality a lot. Okay. I mm-hmm. thought he was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, didn't know him super well at that time. Right. Um, I thought he, I like, you know, I was like, I think he's a good person. And, and <laughs> what I, I know. Is, yeah. But, you know, right. I, I just didn't, I didn't, you might as well have been a stranger. Um, okay. So I was like, sure, let's go. Um, so <laughs> we get in his pickup truck. Okay. I feel like I can see this. Wow. Red, red flag number one. Okay. Yeah. Two. Number two. He's number a two. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Right. He, he takes yes. pictures of pretty women for a living. And so. then. Okay. Uh, and then, and then asks them, them out. Right. Yeah, okay. So we're on like three or four. We're, yeah. This is right. this is a very large red flag. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So we get in his pickup truck and we start driving to the desert. Have great conversation. Okay. The music. It's going great. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to those little movie sets. They're cool. It's great. Is this Vasquez Rocks by any chance? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. I right. to be honest, I can't even remember the name of gotcha. where we went. Like maybe Lancaster? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just so trusting. Uh-huh. I just was like, let's go. Okay. So uh I don't know how time passed so quickly. Maybe the sun (laughs) (laughs) was going down earlier in the days at that time. I don't know. But the sun started going down. All right. And we're like, okay, let's drive back. Then he was like, oh, let's like pull over and watch the sunset and like Mm -hmm. be romantic. Right. So um, he pulls off the road. Now, this is the desert. So he pulls off the road into the sand, and uh-huh. not, like, not just like into the sand, like uh-huh. sees a tree like kind of far out and drives over to the tree. Oh, oh shit. So are your alarms going off in your head at this point? Not at all. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, how cool is this? Yeah. Like, oh, all right. Someone wants to watch the sunset with me because yes. my ex didn't. You yeah. know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of thing. This guy's so into me. Yeah. I'm feeling great. This is cool. What a cool, like, date idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, like, cringing. <laughs> okay. Um, so... The sun sets, naturally, and it is the desert, so it's completely oh, God. pitch black. Yes. Right. Okay? Middle of nowhere. No town. Ta- like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And he goes to turn on his car, <gasps> and it just... Oh, oh no. And just gets, drove in the sea. Yes. And it just oh, no. sinks further and further, a pickup truck, yeah. into <sighs> the sand. Okay. And I'm going, this is where I go, oh, this is dumb of me. Yeah. This, right. is, mm-hmm. this is what my mother warned me right. about. Yeah. This is it. This is the moment. Okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> so I was like, don't worry, I have AAA. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I call AAA. How, and, how, 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 okay. One question. <laughs> How old is he? Oh, really oh good God. question. Uh, like 35. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yes, Very good question, Chris. That is, yes, okay. So he's 35. He should have known better. And doesn't have, also doesn't have AAA. Also doesn't have, you're so right. Oh okay. my gosh. Just, That's a really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, I mean, I'm not shocked by it. I also <laughs> was a single woman in LA for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, you, that is also a very good point. Okay, uh, so we're using my AAA. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, okay, great, we'll come on out. And of course, it takes like 45 minutes, right, for it okay, to arrive. Yeah. Okay, Well, the vehicle that arrives is <sighs> um, like a flatbed. Okay. okay. I've never, I've, like, I've never seen something like it before. Like, come as a triple A truck. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, it's just a truck. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Just and they have truck. like a tow, yeah. a tow thing. No, this yes. was like a. F- a long flatbed thing. Like right. that you would carry other trucks on? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. And he looks out into the desert and goes, I'm not driving out there. Because <gasps> we were too far off the road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we'll try. Well, and I'll drive back with you then. And <laughs> this yes. motherfucker's on his own. That's exactly what I should have done. Right. Did not do that. <laughs> <We> got it. <laughs> That was, that was, you know, when they say, like, God send you boats, <laughs> yeah. that was boat number one. Okay. That yeah. I was like, no, God will save me. And, God, you know, like, you know God's that story? God's trying really hard to help you out here. Yeah. You are not yeah. picking up the hint. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to call another truck from AAA. 
just because that was like weird. And I'm going to clarify that we need something right. that can, like, pull us out. Right. The same thing happens. So truck number two is a flat, another flatbed no. truck that will not go out into the sand. Wait, it's been explained what he needs to yes. do and he still won't do it. It's not yes. that he can't. He won't even try because he'll get stuck. Because he knows. Correct. Yeah. Now, is he trying to be like romantic during this time? Is he putting moves on you? Is he like... He was, I will say, he was very, like, respectful and kind okay. of embarrassed. Okay. I'm well, that's he was appropriate. That's, good. that's yeah, appropriate. That's good. Okay. Right. So, yeah. so I was like, so I felt bad, you know, like I wasn't going to, like, ditch him because he was being I nice see. and yeah. embarrassed and, you know, this was like a problem that we were going to, like, solve together. Okay. okay. 24. No, 23. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You're like, I'm here with you. <laughs> I'll save the day. Yeah. Okay. So this happens again, and at this point, it's probably like 9 p.m. in the desert. Yeah. Again, pitch black. Scary, probably. Getting cold, getting very cold, yes. And um, we were like, well, like, who do we call? Like, what? How do we get out of this situation? Every place is closed. It's 9 p.m. And. It's like as if it were a movie. These, this group of like five completely wasted men on four wheelers Uh (gasps) drive up. Okay. Oh my God. Shit. This feels like a horror movie now. Literally. literally. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they're like, hey, do you guys need help? Mm hmm. And. I was silent. I was going to be like, no. Yeah. Right. No thanks. Um, and he went, yeah, we do need help. Mm-hmm. Again, they're like partying. They're like drunk. Like oh, they're it, desert men. Okay. Ooh, right. <laughs> no. desert These men. are desert men. They're desert they're men. They're going to go into a bar and put someone on a pinball machine. No, real, this, I, I'm thinking of that. Did you guys see real. that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> Where he's driving through the desert with his wife and his daughter, no. and then they get pulled over by Sam Taylor Johnson, who's like a murderer. Wow, no. it's terrifying. Don't watch it. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm glad you didn't see that before this mo- this happened. Literally, I maybe don't if know I that. would have seen okay. that, I wouldn't have been so cool through this whole like situation. I'm but sorry that I can't remember the name of it. So the the redneck desert people okay. come up. They come up, <laughs> and you know, like they seem like they're trying to be like nice and yeah. kind so yes. so like you know if they seem i don't know there's like that weird thing in your gut where you're like uh sometimes you like know that they're good people sometimes you know that they're bad people i could not tell yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah. and um one of the guys goes well i have um I, my truck can pull you out of the sand oh okay but i have a dui <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and all of us are drunk. That's why I only drive drunk on a four-wheeler. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> are you allowed to drive a four-wheeler if you have a DUI? No, probably not. I think so. So why does he draw the line? I don't know. Okay. I mean, anyway. So, okay. So we're all drunk and I have a DUI. Great. Yes. So one of you has to come with me uh-huh, uh-huh. to blow into nope. the breathalyzer. Of yes, his truck. Of the truck. Guess what? Okay, the, w- wait, how far? Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, guess what the guy I was with did? Went with him. He sure did. And left you with left four. With all the other guys. Fucking drunk, the rapey oh guys. Oh my God. This Why didn't you go with him? <laughs> I don't. I, I think, oh, because he it was could a four wheeler. He could only yeah. get one person on the. It's a four wheeler. Oh my God. Can't. This is like that chicken. Um, uh, sack of hay and the fox across the river thing. I I mean, or yes. You don't know that riddle? Yes, and. You really don't know that riddle? <laughs> it's like the famous riddle of the farmer who's got, you guys don't know this well, riddle? something no. about I'm going to carry you across and then I'm going to come back and right, I'm going right, to right, right, right. Yeah. And then the fox eats yeah, the chicken. exactly. Right, I, but it, in this case, yes. it's, yeah, right, okay. Oh my All right. gosh, I'm so So he leaves you. you to be raped <laughs> by four trash people. <laughs> Yeah. And fun you know, first you're, date. you're being you're really offending <laughs> redneck desert I trash know, people I'm right sorry. now. I'm sorry. They just yes. they had to drive you back to the meth lab. Literally. Um, we just so have to how stop far, and how sell far is, three bags of blue meth. <laughs> how far is his truck? 
it was supposed to be like in the neighborhood nearby. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how long the time was that I had <gasps> locked myself in this <laughs> oh truck. My gosh. And then oh. are all the guys on four wheelers just like rum, 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 <laughs> surrounding the truck and I just mean, gazing think, at you? Like I think they all understood that this was an insane situation. Okay. Good. They, I think, like, nobody was, like, tr- like they trying. They weren't trying to hang out with you. No, thank right. God. Thank but, God. But, but just they, the idea of it is scary, and they were they were cognizant of that, which is actually nice. I think so. Yeah, okay. I, like, luckily. Otherwise, right. I mean, I locked myself in this right. vehicle yeah. so that nobody could talk to me or try to talk to yeah. me. Okay. So I look at down on my phone, and I have Signal, which is great. And I have had Signal, but I, you know, it was kind of going in and out. And I was like... I'm going to call my roommate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Someone, this might be the last time you hear from me. Literally. Someone needs to know my whereabouts. Yes. And um, so I call her and I start telling her the story and she goes, send me your pen right now. Good. And while my date is gone. Yeah. She, <laughs> she drives. She like speeds to the desert gets to the desert oh my god at the same time that my date gets back with what? the other vehicle that is wait amazing. what literally they drive up at the same time wait a second wait a second wait a second i know he was going into the neighborhood and your friend was coming from los angeles yeah to the how, how did i they, i think i think I he's know. i think he did some math <laughs> with the, they made a pit stop with the four-wheeler guy. Yeah. I feel like it was a long time that he was gone. It and must have been. Because she got all this yeah. over there. And she I drove love, I love 100 this, miles an hour. Yes. I love she, that the solution isn't you can drive my truck, but rather just blow into it and then I'll drive. Is yes. that what they did? Yes. He <laughs> He's not going to let anybody drive his truck. I guess. <laughs> Foolish me. I don't. You know what? You don't know truck people. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, okay. So they get back at the same time. That's amazing. And I open the car door. <laughs> I slam the car door. And I just walk over to her car. Yeah. Get in her car and leave him. I just left I him. I love that. Because I was so upset yeah. that he left me. No, of course yes. you were. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with you this. You can't do that. The thing is, there's no safe... You shouldn't have gone with the other guy either. No, no. there's no option. There's, there's no, no option. option. No yeah. option. You should have just like ridden on his shoulders in the four by four or something. Yes. And but yeah, that's not. Or you guys say no. We can't use your help. Totally. You know what I that mean? That like, was the answer. Was no, thank you. We'll have someone come pick us up. We'll figure this right, truck thing right, out in right, the morning. Right. But we were in too deep. Yeah. Like he had said yes. <laughs> like oh my gosh. And so yeah. So um, does he yell after you or? I think he. I think he was like, "Good call." Okay, okay. Yeah, I fucked this up yes. pretty badly. Yes. I can see that. Yes, I don't even need hindsight. Wow. I can see it I now. I don't even need hindsight. <laughs> Present is twenty twenty. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And thank God for my roommate because she was like, she was believe- like, I can't believe this happened. How, how long? Did Why it, didn't you call me earlier? <laughs> how long did it take her to get there? I. Th- it had to be. 45 minutes 30 45 minutes something like that so i don't know what they were doing back right like i don't know what took them so long but like it was crazy and then we drove back and we were like okay (laughs) so you're in the car yes are you laughing are you crying are you shaking what is going through your head at this point i think that i when as soon as he left me and I was sitting in that vehicle by myself, sur- like literally like being like, oh, I this could be the end. Mm-hmm. Like this is the situation. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Mm-hmm. This was so dumb. If I get out of the situation, like I, I, w- I think I was praying. I yeah. was like, yeah. God, I promise I will never do something dumb like this again. Um, oh so, yeah. So when I was in the car with her, we were just kind of like. Well, that was dumb. That was dumb. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, okay, you're okay. We're okay. Oh yeah, my okay. God. We're never doing that again. What a gr- okay, thank great. Thank God for yeah. her. I know. Good roommate. Good roommate. Great roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Because I, at that time, I did, she's like one of the only people I knew yeah. still. Like, oh, right. Because you, you had know? just moved here. I kind of still just moved. So I was like, I don't know who else I would have called. Thank God she answered her phone. Thank God I had a bar of service. Did you take selfies of you stranded in the desert and send them to your ex-boyfriend? I don't. Jealous? Should have. I'm on the best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Take a picture of all the guys on the four by fours. These oh my guys God. all want me. <laughs> <laughs> Who will I pick? <laughs> that would have been if I had had a sense Swim. of humor. I think that would have totally been. Oh the my God! How crazy is that? So it's totally crazy. It's a fantastic story. <laughs> Did the guy ever contact you again? He did. Okay. I think he felt really, really bad about it. Right. It was crazy, and I'm glad I survived. Casey, yes. I'm so glad you survived, and I'm glad you're here on our show to tell it, because that was an amazing story. Great story. That so had everything. It. Yeah. It Honestly. Did. Really. Fantastic. Yeah. Don't go to the desert with men you don't know very well. That's yes. And excellent men, start. Don't leave women alone. No, a-holes. In a truck surrounded no. by drunk men on four-wheelers. No. No. Thank you so, so much for coming. Oh, my gosh. And my pleasure. Happy to <laughs> happy to share my trauma. Oh, my God. <laughs> hysterical, though. <laughs> and we will be right back with, what did we learn today? Danielle. Christine. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Of course. Butchina Easton is the new trend. Who's got the look? Danielle does. That's right. Who's got the look? You've got, got the look, showing up to big cooking with my book. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the words either. Daniel Koenig, queen mother of the nerds. Yes, because my Star Wars references. <laughs> don't drink your pee. It'll dry you out. Yep. So if you are right now preparing to drink your own pee. Don't do it. Spill it out. Contrary to common beliefs, urine is not sterile. Snickers recently shut down rumors that it is replacing its iconic dick-veined <laughs> chocolate bars with a smooth-coated bar instead. In a tweet, Snickers said, good news, contrary to what's trending on Twitter, the veins remain. <laughs> I wonder why that even got started. That I, is so random. I don't know, but I feel like I want to get to the bottom of that I rumor. do, too. Let's look into that. Okay. Be alert, B-E-E. -E. Poke under rocks for spiders, scorpions, snakes, and killer bees. Mm -hmm. Stay high. Avoid rapid flooding and drowning. It kills more people than dehydration. Right. Maybe don't do something crazy with a stranger, especially in the desert. Yes, good advice. Nocturnal Animals is the Jake Gyllenhaal, Aaron Taylor Johnson film that I recommend you don't watch. Okay, good to know. I will keep that on my list of things not to watch. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Hey, we love hearing from you on social media. So much. At Pod How to Survive is where you can find us. You can also send us an email at podcasthowtosurvivegmail.com. And, uh, Garen, you're doing a great job. Thanks, Garen. We love my you. Pleasure. And everyone else, remain, remain calm. calm.